Yeah, 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 yeah. This is episode zero. Episode zero. Episode zero. There's nothing before this. Welcome, everyone, to Kicks On Stage. My name is Justin. My name is Christian. And we are bringing you guys something you've never seen before. We are marrying the two. We're talking about kicks. We're talking about sneakers. But we're also talking about dancing and dancers and dancing culture. That's what we do. That's what we're doing. So, uh, Christian, how are you feeling? I'm good, man. We here. We are here. So before we get started, because this is episode zero, I want everyone to know that Christian, my brother, I want to thank you for your time and for your energy to put this on the map, because what we're going to do right now is going to transcend a lot of ground. And I think you people are going to enjoy the, all the amazing content we got Bruh. coming your way. But most importantly, it couldn't have happened without a better person. So thank you, Christian, for being my man. My brother, my I'm brother. happy to be here with you. Yeah, yes, sir. So uh, we want to know right now, Christian, what do you got on your feet right now? It's a heat check moment. What you got on those feet right there, Christian? First episode, I got some off-white blazers. Okay. Not the Hallow's Eve one, not the Serena ones. Nah. The original 10. The original you know? 10. Now, are these, did you buy them like resale or did you buy them for retail? Are you part of that retail gang? Hey, ah. put me on the spot already. <laughs> Hold on. So you're saying you paid resale for those? You're telling everybody that? <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I did. But I got a good price. You got a, I got good, got price. a good price. All right. Is the um, plug is the plug uh, uh, a well-known plug or is it like a... No, nah, you know, some random. A random. Honestly, no offense. No, yeah, but, no offense. Uh, no offense. No offense. Up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and they're used too. No shame in that. No, no. Honestly, they were in DS. Okay. Used, got them cleaned up, and they look fresh on me. So. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what's up. Um, what about you? What, what you I'm, I'm, I'm wearing the uh, original Yeezy 750s. That's what I decided to put on my feet this, this lovely day. You know, people, wear your shoes. If you don't know already, wear your shoes, people. That's Got what to. it's about. Not in the salt, though. Not in the snow. Kay. If you're in Canada, Toronto, right. Montreal, right. and you got snow, not, in, not, I mean, not me. I wouldn't do it in the snow. You wouldn't do it in the snow. Some people do wear... I saw someone wearing Vans. In Canadian winter culture, Vans is not the right thing to wear right now. You need yourself some boots. Boots. I'm just... That's my personal opinion. Yeah. If you could rock them and you're like, you go on the TTC, yeah. they're not sure. Yeah. Chop, chop, chop on them bombs. Chop on them bombs right now. Chop a bomb if you're wearing Vans on the TTC. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that flex bomb. They treat to the Vans. <laughs> You know, shout out to them Vans people. Shout out to them Vans. But yeah, you know what? These Yeezy 750s, I, I I thoroughly enjoy them only because it's a high top. It gets my whole foot and the boost. The boost has changed the game. Changed the game. I'm just saying wholeheartedly. I got to give a, a shout out to my man, Derek. You know who you are, Derek. He put me on these Adidas boosts the very first time downtown mm -hmm. at Groovy on Queen Street. Shout out mm -hmm. to Groovy. Okay. And I put them on my feet for the very first time, and it changed my life. That's what's up. It changed my life. The Adidas boost changed my life. Hey, okay, so you yourself, when you went from, first off, do you own any pair of Adidas boosts? I have the Wave Runner. Okay. That has boost in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. So yeah. when you wear that and you put on, let's say, a flat, like, you know, like a flat top, like a, let's say Air Force One, or you wear another shoe that has just like a, a, a mm -hmm. very solid yeah. mids or sole, do you feel the difference? For sure, you can feel the difference. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely soft, comfy. You could wear them all day. So that boost changed everything. It did change everything. The Ultra Boost, when those came out, 2016. Yeah. 2016? Yeah, 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 you're right. Don't quote me on that. If okay. I'm wrong, yeah. I apologize. Here we go. <laughs> I apologize yeah. if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, those soft, man. They're soft. Nice. Well, okay. Um, 
you know, I, I think it's also important, Christian, that we uh, we're going to be talking about sneakers a lot throughout this time that you yeah. were with us, guys. And anyone that we have on here joining us, we're going to be talking about sneakers, but we also want to get into some history some dance history of who you are. Let the yeah. people know, Christian Dallas. Say, I'm giving full governments. That's right. Okay. Full governments. Full governments. <laughs> full governments Rewind on that. that. Rewind that. Christian Dallas. Say, yep. what's your dance history, bro? Where, where did you come from? Where did we find you? How did we come about to see this face of yours? Um, It was kind of by mistake. Okay. That's kind of how it started. Okay. I mean, it was always basketball for me. Okay. Um, went to university for engineering. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started dancing. I always, in high school and university, I kind of fooled around with dance okay. um, just for fun. And then uh, in my last year in, in university, sorry, um, I took a workshop and a company saw me and uh, Artists in Motion, shout out to them. Um, aim for short. Aim for short. Aim for short. There you go. And uh, they were like, hey, when you graduate, um, come join. Okay. And then I did. And I had no idea what I was, what I was getting into. And then it just kind of took off. And, mm-hmm. and shout out to Shamika. Uh, she runs AIM, mm-hmm. uh, AC Mensa, Hollywood. Those are my OGs. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones who taught me everything I know, mm-hmm. who grew me, who, who taught me everything, and, and kind of sent me on my way. So, and how, how, old were you, how old were you when this was happening? 21. So, like, later on. Yeah. It wasn't, on. like, an early teenage. I mean, I mean in university... 18, 19, fooling around with dance, yeah. but, but real training, like real taking class, someone telling me like what a formation is, mm-hmm. where to stand, how to move, mm-hmm. you know, how to hold myself, grooves. I had no idea how to groove. Right. That was all 21. Yeah. So what was your favorite basketball team growing up? You mentioned basketball. That was your thing before dance. So what was your, your favorite ball team? I mean, when I was younger, I was definitely a Chicago fan mm-hmm. because of Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. the GOAT. Drop one of them flex bombs Bomb. from my controller one time. Drop one of them flex bombs. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a diehard Raptor fan. Okay. Even, even through the trenches when yeah, we yeah. were not so great. No, no, no. But you know what? Yeah, if you made it through all those years of Raptor history mm-hmm. and you're still a Raptors fan, salute to you. Yeah. So, yeah, and, man. And, me. and then later on, we won that chip. Yeah, we like our chips. We like our chips yeah. with dip. That's what we're talking about. Shout out to Drizzy. That's, it. That's dope, bro. That's dope. It's interesting that like the, tra- the transition came later on. And, you know, for you to then adapt to dance and to say, like, you know, what, I'm going to I'm going to focus my energy in this world. And yeah. And honestly, I I wasn't sure I was going to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, I felt like I had no choice at the time. And when you feel like you have no choice and you have no plan B, you kind of just make it work. Yeah. You fight hard, persevere and Mm -hmm. and it became a career. So here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Tell me about you, sir. Oh. <laughs> Where you come from? Where we come from? Uh, funny enough, I started dancing uh, in church, uh, Toronto Church of Christ. Um, We're both from the Toronto Church of Christ. Guys. I used to watch Justin in <laughs> Teen Devo. For those that don't know, Friday nights, uh, they used to get all the teens together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to have our, our own service. Yeah. Right? I used to see him. Leon, for those right. that know Leon, right, um, and all you guys dancing, inspired. I used to be off in the corner by myself thinking I'm going to dance just as good as them one day. Well, we're going to get full circle to that situation, oh, yeah, how yeah. We, we didn't cross paths till later on in life. Yeah. But yeah um, so it started off with church. Uh, shout out to Leon Blackwood and Simone Bell. Simone Bell. Um, we, we started doing dance in church because they were asking us to do like a, um, uh, I think it was like a, a Kurt Franklin 
Uh, do you want a revolution? What? What? Do you want a revolution? What? What? Um, so we, <laughs> right? Whoa. Sorry, stop. Okay, that song is a, it's a good song. Play that song. Play that song. I dare you to nice. play that song and not dance. I dare you not toe tapping to some Kirk Franklin. Um, and we did this. We did the performance, and then Leon said, "I think I want to take this outside of church." And we said, "Okay, let's try it. Let's do it." When he did it. I was six, no, 15 going on 16 and seeing the progression that Leon had and the talent that he had at that time, he was really loving his Britney Spears, like the Brian Freeman and like the, uh, Wade Robinson. Don't Mm. forget Wade Robinson. Um, wait, slave for you video. Just for those kids that don't know what we're talking about. Slave for you video, iconic choreography. Iconic. So, um, we were doing this and we started pulling in other people and we started pulling in like uh, Tamina Pollock. We started pulling in um, Rob. We started pulling in Jennifer Abbey, all these people into our, our crew. And the crew was called New Limit. Shout we, out to New Limit. Shout out to New Limit. Shout out to New I Limit. I look up to them. Oh. Still do. I still want to be in that crew. It's a t- listen, intricate choreography, Leon Blackwood. He would really be on me because I couldn't get grooves right. So I was like trying to get it right. And he made me like do body rolls in a corner by myself. No cap. Literally standing in a corner doing body rolls. Just trying to get it right. And it was like hours. So I I was with that crew for a long time. Left that crew uh, because of a girl. And I started going to next level. I know. The gal dem. The gal dem. The gal dem. Okay. I'm happily married. So (laughs) So that I went to the crew because of the girl. And then after that. Uh, I started just moving away from that and then becoming more of my own. It was just a representation. Christian, I'm going to tell you something. As a male growing up in Toronto in like early 2000s, the representation of male dancers, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, and you were here, you know what I'm talking about, but yeah. it wasn't like male dancing. It was like you had to tack on a little bit of femininity. No problems with it. Yeah. But as a male, as a as a a boy dancer i guess i wasn't like I, a man but i didn't know my manhood yet yeah i just wanted to look and feel like like i was doing like a real representation of who i was right, right. no offense to the choreographers it was just like at that time i was questioning like I, why am i dancing like this yeah and then decided to remove myself from the the world of that toronto dance scene and kind of do it on my own and you know, here we are now, just we are. just spawning off a whole bunch of different uh, new generation of dancers, and, and you know, grateful enough to own a dance studio. Shout out to Creative and Dance Styles, and shout out to them. And now we are doing great things, my man. So you were you started dancing? You said fifteen, yeah, fifteen, sixteen, there. yeah. So at what point did you become a sneakerhead? At what point did you fall in love with shoes? Uh, I would have to. <laughs> It's a very good question. I would have to give it up to my wife because she had a bunch of sneakers and, and, and Amelia has a lot of sneakers, right? But when I started looking at the sneakers that she had, I was like just noticing different silhouettes and different mm-hmm. cuts. She had a lot of Jordans and that kind of grew me on that. Listen, man, I grew up in Thornhill. We didn't have a lot of money in Thornhill, okay? Just keeping it in a buck. And if you don't have money, like you go into Cebu Play, and yep. you get and you get in the discount yep. shoes, the filas or whatever, mm-hmm. or filac because they had filac there oh, sometimes yes. too. Okay, it was a questionable. Did shoe. you own any platform shoes? Oh no! Oh, okay. I did not own any platform shoes, but I'll tell yeah. you this, Christian. I thoroughly enjoyed going to Payless 
mm-hmm. and grabbing a new, fresh, crispy, crisp, crispy, crispy pair of shacks. Shacks. Shacks had some shoes at Payless that were mm. very reasonable priced, and they were like they would kind of take the high top image right. of an Air, like a Air Jordan One, and then they would do like Timberlands mm-hmm. at like thirty nine dollars. I appreciate you, Shaq. Salute you for that. Thank you, my good Affordable sir. sneakers. Affordable sneakers at Payless. Starburys, too. Later Starburys. on. Starburys. Starburys were, you're right, bro. 15 bucks, fifteen ninety nine, something like that, I think. You're right. Starbury is a great, great advocate for, you know, promoting sneakers at an affordable price. Yeah. Because he knows that the factory out in China makes them at a certain price. Yeah. And he doesn't want to upsell, like, a Jordan. Yeah. Listen, yeah. if you don't know that sneakers do not cost... $200, it doesn't cost Nike no. $200 to Definitely make a shoe not. or $199. Yeah. Newsflash, if you didn't know. Yeah. Just saying. Um, but yeah, I was a big Shacks. man. Shacks. The Shacks. What about you? Um, Could you afford the shoes that you loved back then? Or did you, like, what kind of got you into sneakers at that age? Um, Honestly, I was really into basketball shoes. Right. Basketball season every single year. Luckily, um, I was very blessed as a kid. My parents got me new ball shoes every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and being a basketball fan, I was always on the lookout. Uh, the Jordans, I had Jordan 13s growing up. I remember wearing those, Jordan 10s. Um, so, yeah, basketball season, I had I had the nicest kicks, mm-hmm. I felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I was always into basketball at that point. I didn't know I was really uh, into shoes. Mm-hmm. I like nice things. Source magazines. Yeah. So I was always looking at the new clothes, new shoes. Double XL. Double XL. Yeah. So any Fat Farm, Sean John, I, I was I was trying to wear all of that. Did you have the velour suit in high school, Christian? No, but I had a matching matching denim set. That Fat Farm <laughs> jacket. Oh, with the, with the, the light or the dark denim. The dark denim. Dark denim <sighs> with my Tims. Right. Yeah. Triple XL. Mm-hmm. White tee. Oh, you were you were that dude. Yeah, with a chain. Oh, okay. And my spiked hair with some highlights. I need pictures. I'm, I'm, we're gonna okay, put we're a. Gonna, we're, we're gonna find it. We're gonna, we're gonna put a picture up. Right. We're gonna put a picture up. There yeah. you go. Boom. I was I was heavy into. It. I was wearing like Vocal, like Nelly's brand. Really? Was, yeah. You had like Nietzsche. Where did you buy Vocal in the city? Because I don't remember going anywhere. Oh, to just, you remember JD's? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, of course, JD's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to go there. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't remember the stores, but it was probably some bootleg spots that I thought I was getting some real stuff. Right. And it's probably some bootleg, like <laughs> fake fat farm stuff. Mm. Anyways, I looked fly. So I, I thought that. I did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever wear like bootleg, like bootleg shoes to school just to be, just to stunt? No, no I was no. never that guy. You wasn't that guy. Still to this day. Right. Yeah. Legit check. Yeah. Legit check. Legit check. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Some of these bootlegs these days, they pass, man. They pass, and they're nice. Right. So, I mean, and these shoes are expensive these days. So, if you want a bootleg pair, no shame in that. Right. Grab them. No one's going to be able to tell. No one is going to be. Yeah, you're right. Definitely yeah. for sure. But yeah, I, w- I wasn't. Uh, I think I became like a sneaker sneakerhead like mm-hmm. really late, probably almost like 2016, 17 around that time. Mm-hmm. Really getting into shoes, knowing what they were. Um, Knowing like the history behind them, the yeah. stories behind them, what they meant, collaborations, really just d- uh, diving in deep into what they were. So that was later. But I think from an early age, I appreciated urban wear, FUBU, right, shout right. out to FUBU. Right. 
Yeah. Right. You still rock that. <laughs> yeah. You still rock FUBU in 2021? Why not? Wow. Who else is wearing it? It's also very true. No, one is, no one's wearing FUBU yeah, right I'll now. wear what you don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I had one. It was like a, a baby blue FUBU hoodie. Be fine to give it to me. Really? You would rock it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you did come out and say that that was what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> that was what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, if you if you could look at your your old teenage self mm-hmm. uh, and, and put them on game, would you change anything about your teenage self or did you appreciate everything you went through? I definitely appreciate everything I went through. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I, had a, I had a really good upbringing, really mm-hmm. good teenage years, great friends, great school. I was doing well in school. I mean... Everything, everything, um, everything was great. I, I wouldn't change anything. Dumb. Yeah. I would actually say, I would tell my old self, like, just keep following. Whatever I felt then in high school, keep following that. Because I was so much more confident back then. Yeah. Not, not now, but as you get older, you start to get, you know, insecurities. Yeah, yeah, you're more yeah. aware of things. Back then, you're just yeah. free. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would, you know, back then, I definitely commend myself for, for going after everything back then. I, I was I was a bigger kid, bro. So I oh, was yeah? like struggling with weight. Like I'd be two thirty, then I would be like two ten. So the confidence level was doing one of these up mm-hmm. and down, up and down because I didn't feel so secure. I would be like a size like thirty eight, forty, then like get like to thirty six when I was like eighteen, right. nineteen because I was mm-hmm. dancing a lot more at that yeah. time. So I was always never like that confident. It took me a while to gain confidence. So then did. Did sneakers and did, you know, the clothing and, and things you were into, did that help? Things mm. like your confidence? No, you know what it was? Because I wanted, okay, I went to, to Europe to be a, an actor. That was my right. thing. I wanted to be in theater. But I felt that with dance, I was able to connect with people like dead on. Yeah. So being that, uh, you know, I was a, um, you know, an actor, I felt like being, uh, portraying another character was something I didn't want to do. Right. Didn't want to be that guy. Mm. I wanted to legit be my true authentic self. And that only really happened when I was like being my, as a dancer, just being me. So when you saw me, my talent, right. you were like, I want him. I don't want, right. like that was what stuck out to, to Chris Clark. Right. That's why he asked me to be a part of right. his, um, his crew. Yeah. And that to me was like, I was so appreciative of that yeah. because whilst like, why else would I want to continue going down to be to go through auditions and try to portray a character that it's not me? Right. When I could go do a dance that is truly me, and you yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. That's why I. That's why I grabbed it. That's the amazing thing about dance. Like, you get to be yourself, mm-hmm. um, and you get to connect with people, and that's the same thing with sneakers too. Yeah. And and once we get into all the sneaker stuff and. Uh, and we're gonna have amazing guests on this show, guys. You betcha. Uh, and, you betcha. and people that you guys can connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, sneakers connect with people too. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the slogans we have here is "Soul to Soul." Yeah. Soul with an E, soul with a U. Right. And um, I really feel like you know when when you feel fresh on stage and and you're wearing your freshest kicks, mm-hmm. plus you get to connect with the audience. Like that's that's just the ultimate feeling yeah. of um, of inspiration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, as you said that, I was looking in your eyes. And I was like, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a, you pulled yeah. me in with that. 
Yeah. Did you feel that, people? Did you feel Christian when he said that? Zoom in. Zoom. Right now. Yeah. my pretty eyes. <laughs> Camera, zoom. Um, I, I really am appreciative of your story because it, it, it goes through that, you know, dance, again, was able to be something that you found was your true calling in life. A lot of people don't yeah. get that. Do you feel that in this current state of the the dance industry that we're in right now, do you feel like it's in a good space? Do you feel like it's on troubled waters? Where do you feel we're at? Uh, I feel like I feel like we're transitioning. Mm-hmm. I feel, um, well, obviously with COVID right now, yeah, um, it's tough. Everything's online, yeah, you know, and that's the only way to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like most things, you know, if, if you were an OG and, and you were not about the social media era, well, you kind of have no choice right now. Yeah, of course. And, um, and I think it's in a big transition. I, uh, what I do hope is that it remains authentic. Um, there's nothing more authentic than, than being on stage, um, and connecting with people, Mm -hmm. which hopefully we get back to. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think. I think this next generation is like talented. They're scary talented. Yeah. They're way more talented than, than us coming up and they just have more access to things. They had all the social media. They, they can see us. We didn't even have YouTube. Right. We had to record those videos, play it back. If you could try to memorize, right. You know, but that was the hustle. That's the other thing. I feel like, I feel like we have the hustle. We have the grit. We have the, um, all the know-how and and just to to fight for what we want because it was so hard to attain. Mm-hmm. Now things are easier to attain. So someone might be super talented now, mm-hmm. but do they have that determination to last? Right. Will you have a long-lasting career? Once and Instagram's gone, like is it still going to matter to you? Yeah, and that's why I feel like it's a big transition because there has to be a balance. If you mm-hmm. want to last in this profession or any profession, yeah. you got to be able to do it all. You got to have yeah. talent, but you got to back up that talent with hard work and determination yeah yeah when i see like a sean lou or i see you know kid of the great or i see like um what's the other dude name oh, i'm drawing a blank oh ian eastwood you know those guys are like ian eastwood's ankles the way he does his stuff i'm like bro like your ankles move like that or did the the, the the isolation and kid of the great or the way that you know Amazing. sean lou can do anything and yeah. just body and there's a plethora of talented, you know, kids out there. I think it's in a good space. But it's also now reminds me when Ian Eastwood and his crew was on World of Dance and J-Lo was like, I see what you're doing, but, like, can everyone do what you're doing? Can you get multiple people to do that? And I think yeah. that was one of the biggest things. I look at um, Lay Twins, yeah. right? When they would go teach class, whether it be, you know, here in North America or overseas in Europe, when you see the routine, they're botting and they're killing it because that's what yeah. they do. But now you try to teach that to people who can't do what you do. Is it still effective? Is it still a, a worthy class where you're going to pay 15, 20 bucks to take class from someone where you clearly cannot do their dance style? That's it. Have you ever taken a dance class where you're like, bro, like I, I'm not catching these steps. Not because you like you couldn't do it just because like you didn't have the right blood sugars or something. I'm talking like physically you took a class where you're like I'm getting my butt kicked right now. Well, I'm not very flexible. So any contempt <laughs> class for me yeah. is going to feel like that. Okay. But um but to your point No, luckily I've had great teachers. No. Luckily I've been around people that have taught me the right things. Mm-hmm. 
and that's probably why it's it, you know led my career the way that it that it has so mm-hmm. luckily i've i've had great teachers so. and and to that um when you're asking about the state of the dance dance right now i i also i do agree it's in a great place because it's popular it's even going to the olympics yeah 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 so that's great all those breakers out there shout yeah. out to you that's awesome um super hype for that and uh and same thing with shoes mm-hmm. sneakers is huge right now yeah uh, do you think it's in a good place? Where do you think it's going? Sneakers or dance? Sneakers. Sneakers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because now, you know, it's interesting when you look at what the last dance did to Jordans. Like, I had Jordans just sitting and collecting dust that I wasn't wearing them. But when that documentary came out and the resale price and those ones went up and those mm. fives did go up, the threes went up. But those ones? Yeah. I was like, what? You're telling me those my Jordan ones I paid, like, 200 are now worth eight, nine. That's just crazy. And it's US. like, right. Okay. That's the, 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 the beauty of living in Canada. You get that, that exchange rate. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think it's in a good space. I think you have those people out there that are doing good things. And I feel like now with YouTube, it, you're seeing more of uh, these, these, the sneaker culture kind of taking a different angle. Mm-hmm. It's now becoming like gimmicky a little bit. But you have like your OGs like Mayor that like can just shut down two J's kicks like they have a real connect like they have a real passion for it. Yeah, I'm not calling out any YouTubers out there, but I'm talking about like these OGs that have a real passion for it. Two J's yeah. just went to Fat Joe's house. You see the Fat yeah, Joe's yeah, collection, his Air Force One collection, <laughs> crazy. Fat Joe has a serious Air Force One collection. Listen, if you have the money to pay, like if you're Quavo. And you're going to go to Mayor and you're going to drop. Uh, not Quavo, sorry. Offset. Sorry, so sorry. My bad. Offset. And you're going to go and drop thousands of dollars on shoes that like no one has. Like the yeah. Kobe the Kobe 3, the, the Kobe 3 pack and the 8 pack. Yeah. Those, those shoes are like 10,000? 10, yeah. I think crazy. it's 10,000. It's up there. But you know what? What's crazy about all this, I feel like we could talk for days about sneakers and dance. What's amazing though is we're going to have guests. Yeah. To even comment on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. to bring in all these guests so that you guys get to hear about it. Guys, this is episode zero of Kicks on Stage. We're going to be enjoying ourselves. I hope you guys definitely, definitely enjoy what we got coming for you. Yes, so sir. check it on out. Don't forget. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, all that good stuff. Don't forget that. That's Here we what's go. up. I'm Justin. I'm Christian. Kicks on Stage, people. Episode zero. Boom. Woo. Peace out, y'all. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Turn on those post notifications so you know every time we drop a video, we appreciate you guys coming through. Justin, you got something to say? No, that was good. All right, we out. Peace.